everybody. <laughs> so this is Milan Milan, right? And we are going to start our amazing journey, as they all are, on Ecclesiastes. We have 12 chapters, so I titled it 12 Days of Ecclesiastes. Now, this book, oh my goodness, y'all, this book was written by King Solomon, right? I love King Solomon. I don't like everything that he did, but I love King Solomon. Now, I just want to give you some background. <laughs> I want to give you background um, so that we can, of course, read this in context, right? Like, this is super important. Why read anything especially our love letters, if we don't have context. So, um, King Solomon was an amazing king. He was like a dummy rich king, okay? He was fair and he was extremely intelligent. And obviously this comes from our Lord and Savior, right? Our Father. I want to give you some of this backstory before we get into the first part of Ecclesiastes today. So King Solomon was the son of King David. King David and Bathsheba, um, Bathsheba was his mom, right? So King David and Bathsheba, like read that story. You can find the story of King David and Bathsheba in 1 Kings, actually, no, sorry, 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel uh, 11, all right? That's where you're going to get the truth and nothing but the truth, right? So, of course, everything in the Bible, you know, I'm just silly. So... 2 Samuel 11, you're going to read about David, Bathsheba, and Uriah. Uriah was Bathsheba's husband that King David sent to the front line, y'all, because he wanted his wife, Bathsheba. Read it, I'm telling you. I don't know, anybody literally has took time to read the Bible and be like, oh, it's boring, because this book ain't nothing boring, okay? So read that. And again, King Solomon is their child that became king after his father, King David. David was good. Don't, don't get me wrong. I just, you know, none of us are perfect, right? We're all flesh. And I believe that's, that's been the downfall, right, for us all. Not just King David and not just King Solomon, but all of us. All of us. But anywho, read 2 Samuel 11 if you want to get that story about King David, Bathsheba, and Uriah, right? So when I was um, referencing 1 Kings, 1 Kings um, 1, right? It is talking about King Solomon. Um, he's basically, he was the king of Israel, right? Um, 
I don't want to give y'all the whole thing, but you already know, like, well, you, you might not know. So I'm not going to even give it to you. He was a son of King David, not the first child, though. OK, but he was a son of King David. And basically, he was like I said, he was dummy rich. Um, read about him in First Kings, starting at one, before David, Bathsheba, and Uriah. Second Samuel, starting at um, chapter eleven. So Second Samuel eleven. All right, that's where you want to go for that. Now let's just get into what we came here for, which is Ecclesiastes. So Ecclesiastes, um, I'm gonna get this out to you. It's talking about best way to describe it: life with and without Elohim, right? And we all know that once we choose him, our life is better. But there are some who have not. So in this book is what we're going to discuss. And this is um, King Solomon that is going over this. So Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 1 starts like this. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king of Jerusalem, Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit has a man from all his labor in which he toils under the sun? One generation passes away, another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. The sun also rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it arose. The wind goes toward the south and turns around to the north. The wind whirls about continually and comes again on its circuit. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. To the place from which the rivers come, there they return again. All things are full of labor. Man cannot express it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which it may be said, see, this is new. It has already been in ancient times before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of things that are to come by those who will come after. I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. And I set my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all that is done under heaven. This burdensome task God has given to the sons of men by which they may be exercised. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun. And indeed, all is vanity and grasping for the wind. That is cricket cannot be made straight. And what is lacking cannot be numbered. I commune with my heart saying, look, I have attained. 
greatness and have gained more wisdom than all who were before me in Jerusalem. My heart has understood great wisdom and knowledge. And I set my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is grasping for the wind. For in much wisdom is much grief. And he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. Boom! When I tell y'all that this is an amazing book. Again, all the books I love. All the books. But when I'm reading this, it's like, what? Anyway, that is day one of Ecclesiastes. Join me for tomorrow on Ecclesiastes 2. In the meantime, between time, please, if you really want to know, like it helps, it helps, it helps. It helps to know more about who wrote the book as you read the book, right? So please read those books. I'll put them in the description. You ain't got to rewind. <laughs> I'll put it in the description. It's beautiful. It's real. It was a life. And you literally can see <clears throat> the same events basically happening today. The same things happening today. And I'm referring to, and particularly I'm referring to David, King David, um, Bathsheba and Uriah. It's real spill. So when I say that, just like King Solomon said, there is nothing new under the sun. I love y'all. Study, study, study your love letters. He left them here for us for a reason. You are here with a purpose. Our father does not just do anything willy-nilly just because, oh, it looks nice, just to fill space, okay? You have a purpose. If you don't know what your purpose is, ask our father. He is true. He is loving. If you go to him with a repentant heart, you truly are seeking truth. He will truly show you, okay? He will show you in the way that you will understand. So when you hear people say, he'll meet you where you're at, that's exactly what it means. In your brokenness, in your sorrows, in your confusion, in your lack for knowledge, wherever you are in your life, in your walk with him, he will meet you where you are and elevate you. Because he good like that. Woo, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Every time I talk about my father, y'all, I'll be ready to just bust them tears because he is just so loving. He is so loving and so patient and so long-suffering for his. So read, study, share, get to know who your creator is. We do not have that much longer on this earth. I would never claim to know the day, but we can see all of this 
chaos that's happening around us. Do not be afraid. He will protect you. He will guide you. And just remember that nothing happens without his final say, right? He has the final say in everything. I love you guys. Go in peace. Until next time, tune in tomorrow for Ecclesiastes 2. Shalom.